your on-site search is going to be really bad. Your SEO is really bad. So you are not going to get much of the conversion rate. The search is one of the critical success factors for if you don't have the search and search the way Google searches, if you don't have that experience on your e-commerce platform, this is a huge red flag that these open source platforms. Growing a business requires a holistic approach that extends beyond sales and marketing. This approach needs alignment among people, processes, and technologies. So if you're a business owner, operations, or finance leader looking to learn growth strategies from your peers and competitors, you're tuned into the right podcast. Welcome to the WBS Podcast, where scalable growth using business systems is our number one priority. Now, here is your host, Sam Gupta. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the WBS Podcast. I'm Sam Gupta, your host and principal consultant at Independent ERP and Digital Transformation Consulting Firm, Elevate IQ. When it comes to the available options to design your storefront, there are a ton of them. Whether you are looking for open source or paid ones, most open source platforms have a trend, making money by selling hosting, tightly coupling with payment providers, or selling premium themes or add-ons. Open source platforms are also more suitable for communities and universities where development resources are free or not as expensive. So how does OpenCart compare with the other platforms? In today's episode, we are going to independently review OpenCart's capabilities. We covered many grounds, including how OpenCart has slightly superior model in making money through books than restricting their customers with a payment provider or limiting the integration options available. Finally, we covered the overall business risks with the open source platforms, such as having duplicate pages for the SEO, the uptime of the servers and untested plugins being promoted to the platform without quality and compliance. With that, let's get to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. And if you are joining for the first time, this is part of our e-commerce series for which we meet every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. We review one vendor or the technology from the e-commerce community. And uh, for today, we have a solution called OpenCard. And we have been reviewing a lot of different open source platform in general uh, in the last couple of sessions. So this is going to be very interesting as well. Before we dig into that, I am going to start with the quick intro. If you don't know me, I am your host, Sam Gupta, and uh, principal at Elevate IQ. Elevate IQ is the ERP e-commerce and digital transformation consulting firm. We help our clients when they are exploring the e-commerce journey, the ERP journey, and trying to figure out what they need to get from the process perspective, data perspective, as well as system perspective. So we take them through the journey when they start uh, from the requirements phase to go live end to end. So on that note, I am going to start with the quick briefing of the solution, and then uh, we will get into the slides. If you are in the audience and joining for the first time, we typically try to cover uh, your comments. So make sure you guys post uh, them in the chat box. And if you run out of time, then we'll make sure that you guys are going to receive your answers. On that note, 
uh, OpenCart platform in general is very interesting and any of the open source community platforms that we have reviewed, they have some very interesting trends and we are probably going to notice those trends with this uh, platform as well. In general, when you are looking at any of the open source platforms, then you are probably looking at managing your own hosting. The open source is going to be only from the code perspective, but that is just one third or maybe 20% of the equation when you compare these offerings with the paid offerings. So that's number one. Other trends that we have noticed with the open source platforms is they are going to be primarily PHP based. Typically, they are going to make money using either add-ons or the premium services, or they are going to affiliate themselves with uh, specific payment providers. And sometimes they might restrict yourself with those payment providers. So in the case of OpenCart, uh, it's slightly different. So now I'm actually going to move on um, to the slides. So here their claim is, and by the way, I mean, see the way we structure our review process, there are going to be three or four different elements. So if you have not checked our reviews so far, we are looking at several different perspectives. Number one is going to be the market positioning, how they are positioning in the market. And if we are noticing anything else from the product design, product architecture perspective, whether their market positioning, the PR, uh, any announcements that they have done, the acquisition strategy, then we look at some of the trends in the user reviews. So these are different perspectives that we typically consider for our reviews. So right now we are looking at market positioning and this is coming from their website, I believe. So here they are saying open card is an e easy to use powerful open source online store management program that can manage multiple uh, online stores from a single backend. So number one layer this they have is managing multiple online stores. And with these smaller platforms, you are probably not going to find that. So you are going to have very disconnected experience when you are going to be managing the multiple stores. Uh, even with the paid offerings, if you want to utilize the, you want to host all of your brands all of your websites as part of one solution, then you are typically looking for the enterprise offering. Here, you are getting this as part of open source. So obviously, that is going to be super beneficial. Now, when you analyze any of the uh, open cart or cart-centric platforms, sometimes they, what they mean is you might be able to add, let's say, the cart functionality as part of your existing websites. So that's what we are going to look at these guys as well, whether they can provide that or not. In other cases, you can utilize their themes, their framework to build the website, but they might not support just the cart functionality that you can easily plug in to your website. But the way they are sort of naming themselves or marketing themselves, it does seem like that they are going to be able to help you, let's say, if you simply want the card. So here they are saying an open card store can be ready to take orders as soon as, as soon orders soon after installation. Then here they are saying you, any web host, do it for free. So obviously you are going to have the option whether you are going to be using their hosting or you want to utilize your own hosting. But if you utilize your own hosting, obviously, the responsibility is going to be on you, whether you are talking about managing the 
uh, infrastructure, whether you talk about the security, patching, uh, caching, all of these things are going to be uh, in your bucket to be able to manage. And with e-commerce, it could be extremely tricky if you don't have expertise with these things, your search experience is probably going to be inferior. The way the searchability is going to be from the product perspective, it's probably going to be inferior. So even though you are sort of investing in the e-commerce efforts, but you might not get the real ROI from the e-commerce efforts unless you are willing to invest. And that's why if you are starting on the journey, uh, typically when you are going to be doing such technical heavy lifting, it might not be worth your time. So if you are starting again, there are there could be several different layers in that as well. For example, let's say if you are going to be the community-centric organization or let's say school or university where you are going to have free development time, then this could be okay just because you are not necessarily investing in the development time. And that's why you would see when you look at any of the open source platforms, they are going to be heavily penetrated by the universities as well as the communities. But if you are not that, if you are, let's say, the commerce shop, you are a retailer distributor, then you are better off focusing on selling. Uh, these technical issues will stop you from growing. Uh, and you don't really have the tangible savings when you are going to be looking at the open source platforms, as well as if you account for all the cost that you are going to be incurring based on the labor cost, as well as all the technical cost, maintenance, admin, uh, so many different things. Again, uh, obviously, depending upon your situation, but for the most part, if you are going to be retailer or distributor, uh, go for paid offerings. But let's see what these guys have and if this is going to be the right fit for you or not. So here they are saying select a template from many free or low cost template sites. Uh, and then they have product descriptions and photos. Uh, click a few settings and you are ready to begin accepting orders or free installation and quick start chapters show you how. Yes, the training material is going to be free. It's going to be freely available, but that does not mean that you don't require development expertise. So with open source platforms, you definitely need to have a little bit of development expertise. Let's say if you were a developer yourself and then you started an e-commerce shop, then it's a different story that you probably have a lot of time and you can focus on the development. But for the most part, this is not for the shops that are going to be slightly more business focused. If you are more of the business person and then you start an e-commerce shop, you are going to be spending a lot of time in learning these things and that might not be worth your time. So let's look at some other uh, you know, comments here. So here we are still looking at the market positioning. This is coming from their timeline. So they started somewhere in November 2005. They said registered domain name opencart.com. So they have not done any sort of changes with their name. And then in 2011, they are claiming that OpenCart reached 51,000 live sites. In May 2016, they are claiming that OpenCart number of websites using OpenCart software reaches 342,000 and surpassed Magento by 90,000 sites. In there was another update in 2015 that we missed probably in terms of the timeline. So 2015, OpenCart reaches 300,000 plus live sites. So between 2015 and 2016, we have roughly 42,000 sites. Now let's analyze these numbers. Number one, when you look at the 
they claim that they have surpassed this from Magento. That's a stretch. The reason why that is a stretch is because these guys are probably hanging out with very small sites. And in general, in the smaller market, you your number is likely to be higher. The Magento is going to be installed with the shops that are going to be slightly bigger in general. So just comparing the number is probably not a fair comparison. And when they say 300 thousand sites and we don't know how many are part of the same brand versus the so again looking at the numbers you can only gather so many details so make sure you sort of read between the lines when you are looking at these claims by the way there is one more observation that you need to pay attention to so here in may 2016 they surpassed magento but then after 2016 there are no updates as such on their sites so what do you take out of this right so your expectation is going to be okay you surpassed magento let's say in 2016 and now you probably are going to be surpassing a lot of them and probably you are going to maintain growth even after 2016 but you don't have the update on the website so i don't know how to read this but for the most part that claim does not necessarily mean much uh, as such so read between the lines here one of the things that we had noticed with some of the other open source platforms is the number of payment providers supported overall with these open source platforms in general you are going to be investing a lot more money with respect to the integration because integrations are not going to be as pre-baked so even though the platform may be open source but when it comes to integrating with any of the third party that are going to be slightly more commercial in nature, you are still looking for significant development time. And what that means is you are going to be investing a lot more in the implementation, even if you are able to save some in the licensing dollars. But at least in their case, they have one of the most integrations that I have seen in the open source community. So here they are talking about they have PayPal, Amazon Payments, Authorize.net, SagePay, then they have Klarna, 2CC Checkout, and those are probably the main ones from the payment gateways. And then the shipping also, they have a lot of them. So there are a lot of different options, which is commendable, by the way, guys. Um, and typically, depending upon their market strategy, so obviously these guys have figured out how to make money even if they are going to throw away these integrations for free so we are going to study okay how they are doing it because typically when we reviewed the platform last time they were trying to mandate and trying to force people out of the payment provider they had tight affiliation with and that would be the common trend with the open source platforms the reason for that is because they are getting the cut from the transaction that's why they are trying to push you to their payment provider and sometimes these payment providers are trying to push the free open source code so that they can sell their uh, payment software the payment terminal or the pos that's how the payment market works they all are trying to create their software offerings so that they can sell their payment offering but in this case it doesn't seem to be the case because they are offering a lot of different options so you can do whatever you want but we still have to find out okay how these guys are making money because that's what is going to dictate how your experience is going to be and how much you are going to end up paying even if you are getting the software code for free 
So here, one of the things that these guys have done uniquely that you are not going to find in any other ecosystem, and this is very okay. One of the problems that you are going to find in the open source community is that you are not going to find as much documentation. You might have some documentation, but it's not going to be as good as the commercial documentation just because you have the product marketers, you have marketers who are updating the documentation as they would any of the marketing messaging. So that's where their documentation in general is going to be superior. It's sort of part of your product life cycle. So they are going to be updating the screenshots, the versions, uh, if they have any sort of code samples, all of that needs to be updated for the documentation to be meaningful. And that's a challenge with most of the software platforms, the documentation becomes outdated as soon as you create it. So here in this particular case, what they have done is they are they have written a lot of different books around this particular platform, can you believe? So this is going to be massive. Let's say if you are trying to start your journey, you have very structured framework from these books and you can learn a lot you don't have to be dependent upon any sort of support. So this is, in my mind, I mean, this is really smart. Obviously, they are making money by selling these. There's no question about that. But in the consumer market, I mean, you can make a ton of money by selling your books. And it's not going to be a lot for you. Let's say if you are trying to utilize this platform and you are trying to learn how to either implement or how to sell your offerings on top of this platform. So in my mind, I think this is probably the smartest strategy that I have seen from any e-commerce platform. So kudos to these guys that they have really figured out the right way of doing open source rather than forcing customers on a specific uh, payment platform or doing any other crazy things such as selling uh, expensive add-ons or whatever. So these guys have one of the best strategy in terms of the open source commercialization. So here, uh, one of the things that I had mentioned towards the beginning that most of these platforms, especially when you are looking at the open source community, they all are going to be PHP based. And in their documentation, the other thing that you are going to notice is they are supporting PHP 8.0 later. What that means is they are super updated with respect to their capabilities. What that means is they are very active overall in terms of development, in terms of their R&D. The community is very active. PHP 8.0 is fairly latest. So if they are able to do that, this is the platform. Let's say if you are considering an open source platform as part of your selection, then you should probably include these guys just because number one, the community is updated. They have the latest code base. And by the way, PHP 8.0 is going to be important and relevant when you are looking at the security. And with e-commerce platforms, the biggest problem that you are going to face is if you get hacked, then you are in serious trouble from the Google perspective. So you want to make sure that your security is updated and all of the platforms that you are going to be using have are on the latest version and everything is sort of combined with each other. And that's where this development expertise is super handy with e-commerce platforms, you require far deeper capabilities, technical capabilities to be able to maintain your e-commerce platforms. And that's why, again, if you're a business, then probably you are better off going for a paid platform. You are not going to save much by going for the open source platforms. So here, some more uh, commentary with respect to their design. 
So now this is the second segment that we have moved on. So we were looking at the uh, sort of the market positioning. Now we are going to be covering the product design. So let's look at the uh, product psychology, and that's what we focus on when we look at the reviews. You know, how is the design? Whether the UX is updated or not, and uh, what are going to be implications for you as a business? Let's say if you are using this particular. So one of the things that you are going to notice when you look at this, obviously. any open source communities are led by developers developers typically don't have as much user experience experience ux experience design experience so the ui is not going to be as fancy in general when you look at the teams any of the teams that you are going to have they you are relying significantly on these teams even if they allow you to change let's say a bunch of layouts and the images as well as some of the sections but still the major layout the foundation is still going to be reliant on theme unless you are going to do very heavy development so if your theme is going to be outdated from the design perspective the e-commerce experience that you'll be able to create using this platform is probably going to be fairly legacy as well so here when i look at the product design so even though they are super updated technically their community is super involved they are probably doing really good in not forcing you to a specific payment platform but when you look at the ux user experience of this platform this is probably going to be legacy again you are probably not going to get the conversion rate if the experience is not going to be as great especially when you are going to compare this with your competitors because when shoppers are going to be on your site they are looking at everything and this is not just the experience you can see this is the outdated experience here overall from the design perspective but what that means is your overall experience is probably going to be inferior as well in general just because they are not able to update their themes as well as framework and design as fast as they are updating their code capabilities again because of the three development time but you don't have the free design time i guess in this so this uh, sample store may be okay for the distribution verticals for b2b verticals but it might not be as great if you are going to be in let's say the cosmetic brands or you are in the fashion space so depending upon which vertical you are but overall this experience is probably on a legacy side now this is the second thing that you are going to notice so even though they are not making money from the code you will always they will always have either the partnership or the affiliations with the hosting providers and they are either going to be making commission or some sort of cut now from your perspective you might not care because you are anyways going to be paying as much to any hosting providers but you still need to understand the affiliation where the affiliation is coming from and how good that hosting provider is going to be now if the hosting provider is new and they are paying off 40% of their revenue to these guys then your hosting experience might not be as great because they are not investing the same money in the upkeep of the infrastructure and maybe they are cramming too much on the server itself so again you need to read between the lines when you are looking at these options there is not going to be any sort of free lunch and everybody has to make money somehow so open source is not always free you are always going to have some strings attached 
you simply need to figure out which are those strings and whether they are going to have any sort of implications for you but here at least they are giving you options they are not saying that you have to use only a2 hosting you can either use a2 hosting or you can host in your data center if you like but then they are not going to be responsible for support they have also mentioned let's say if you decide to host on your own you still have some of the approved partners which is probably fair i don't know what else can a platform provider do in these cases so you have a lot of options and this is probably one of the friendliest open source platform that i have personally seen in terms of providing different options and in terms of being fair just because they are taking slightly smarter approach in making money from the books as opposed to doing crazy things that the other open source providers are doing so here when you look at the site and these are some of the sample sites that we have taken the screenshots from and in this particular case i mean this is definitely not the us based site so again when you look at the experience now depending upon what kind of developer and design you are hiring sometimes it could be their limitation sometimes it could be the business limitation but overall if you look at the experience it's going to be fairly treated the way your elements are going to be the way your design is going to be just because you are limited by the platform as well as by the theme now some this is the third section with that we typically cover so this is going to be the user review so here we have the user coming from apparel and fashion the company size is 2 to 10 employees so obviously this is a very small business in general so by looking at this you can get a feel of what kind of customers are they serving what kind of companies are using this particular platform so obviously this is a very small shop in general this is a very recent review reviewed in 2019 so obviously it's very new so even though they have not updated their own site since 2016 for any sort of milestones or the announcements the users are active as you can see by the review so that speaks that you know the the community is active the platform is active as well so here they are saying open scart is supposed to be a tryout but i ended up sticking to the platform i am happy and would strongly recommend to you which is very interesting with open source you can try things and then she actually ended up sticking with the platform uh, again because she likes it so this is great uh, at least things are working out for these users now we have some more commentary here i heard about open cart uh, from a friend and i decided to try it out but i didn't expect it to blow my mind can you believe this so there is something uh, you know good about this platform that the user is liking now depending upon where they are coming from what background they have if you are going they are going to be developer then they might like it just because of the open source nature in general the developers are going to be leaning more towards the open source platform so here she is saying an open source online store platform that's free and all its functions and features works great i love the fact that i could control and operate it highly customizable has so many add-ons i ended up sticking to open cart so highly customizable now depending upon how you are customizing let's say if you are a one person shop or you have just one developer you also need to think about how you are going to be maintaining that form 
because once the developer is going to code, the next developer is going to pick up and it's very, very hard for them to pick up unless the quality of the code is going to be really good. The quality of the documentation is going to be really good as well. So you need to look at these things from the sustainability perspective as well. Just because one developer is liking, that does not mean that the other developer is also going to like that. So again, when you are going to be working on the commercial platform, they will have a little bit of control and the restriction in terms of how much you can customize. So this could be great in customizing heavily, but that could also become maintenance nightmare and you might invest a lot with the maintenance if you customize it too much. So be careful regardless of whether it is free or paid. Don't customize a lot unless there is a business justification of why you are customizing any platform. Uh, so I don't have anything else here other than uh, the positive experience. Um, so here the industry is tobacco and tobacco is a very unique industry in general. They are going to have very unique requirements uh, for the e-commerce. So in this particular case, you probably need to worry about the compliance issues as well. In general, the open source platforms are not going to provide those compliance standards unless you have a developer or the partner consulting in this particular space and they might have the compliance flavor on top of your site. But with e-commerce, since you are out in the public, compliance matters, okay? Anybody can track you down and you might be penalized substantially if you are not complying with these regulations just because crawling your website is very easy in general and finding out the websites that might not be complying with any specific regulations is just easy for a lot of businesses and sometimes you have businesses that are doing, doing just that. So again, if you are going to be in any of the regulated industry, be careful with the open source platforms, work with the companies that really deal in these spaces and they understand the compliance requirement of these industries. Don't go with the open source pitch and don't uh, go with what your developers might be telling you just because they are not going to have as much experience from the like, regulatory standpoint or the legal standpoint. So be informed uh, if you are going to be in uh, those regulated industries. So here the user is saying could open source card platform if you have a developer and that's the assumption that you have to have a developer. Can you believe that? Okay. And most developers are going to be significantly. If you are a retail business, distribution business, 90% of your workforce is probably going to be working in the warehouse. You are not going to have as many office workers. Um, so developer is probably going to be the most expensive resource that you are ever going to hire. Okay. And even if you are saying the money and licensing, and sometimes let's say if you look at the Shopify big commerce, I mean, they are probably going to be, you know, $50 per month or $100 per month. So you are not saving a ton. Okay. But when you look at the overall cost of the developers, unless you are a developer yourself or you have access to these developers for free, either from university or you are a community, then it's a different case. But if you have to hire the developer, the development cost could be substantial. Uh, so keep that in mind when you are looking at any of the open source platforms. In general, the developers are going to justify the cost just because obviously they are trying to justify their own cost. And that's why they always will recommend that you go for open source. But if you look at purely from the business perspective, this might not be the smartest strategy just because open source, even though it is free from the licensing perspective, but overall 
you might be investing either the same amount or a lot more with a lot more headache in general and the time from your side in maintaining these things and then you are probably going to have issues in ranking on google as well so you have all those drawbacks so again the cost wise you are not going to gain much but then you are going to get a lot more headache uh, in general when you compare this uh, open source platforms with the paid ones here the cons are going to be there are no coding standards or screening processes in which developers must go through before a paid module is put up for sale on the marketplace when you talk about these open source communities i mean in general they don't have money or the bandwidth to regulate in fact their claim is going to be hey i'm going to be as open as possible and i don't necessarily care who is promoting what as long as uh, it's going to be really open that's the pitch that most open source platforms have but in general when you look at let's say and they are going to be reliant on hey you know what check reviews of these and uh, check the number of downloads that these plugins are going to have but still typically when you are going to be looking at only the reviews or the number of downloads it's very hard to assess whether you are going to get into any sort of plugin conflicts in general because the review is going to be stand alone uh, you are not going to find much of the insight the problem happens when you are looking at all of these plugins or add-ons when they try to work together and nobody has really tested them together it's very rare that any company is going to be using the same configuration like you uh, you know uh, everybody has sort of the different requirements and they all are going to be using their own plugins so every uh, you know configuration is going to be very different and that's what makes plugins in general very hard and when you are going to be relying on the untested plugins that could be problematic overall from the maintenance perspective from debugging perspective also if you look at the overall cost for the business that could be challenging and that's why these guys are saying that you know what you need to have some sort of coding standards in general you are not going to have coding standards i mean the developers you are going to have they are not going through any sort of scrutiny the developers are not going through any sort of code reviews in general the developers are they have very engineer centric mindset they are trying to fix the problem they like to fix problems you need uh, an architect or a slightly more uh, analyst or the business person to be able to review the code to be able to review the design to be able to review the business process workflows and if you are not going through that review process you might have challenges with the adoption you might have challenges in getting what you are looking for from the business perspective some more reviews so here again overall trend has been that these uh, are very small companies in general either they are going to be under 10 or under 50 employees so even this one is 11 to 50 employees now the industry is business supplies and equipment in general this industry is unique overall from the product configuration perspective uh the the kind of requirements they have they are going to have very b2b centric requirements their codes are going to be significantly heavier in general and then they are going to be probably needing the customer portals from the experience perspective as well so in general this is a very unique space so let's see how they have felt in using this platform so they had reviewed this in 2020 now the pros that they have mentioned is it is easy to use and implement and plus it's free and open source that is right as well so the user is feeling that it is easy to use and implement typically most open source platforms are probably not going to be easy 
okay they will require some background some development background unless you are talking about something like wordpress which is obviously relatively easier and again when you compare this with let's say wordpress or any other mainstream platforms i don't see a reason why you would go for something like this when you have woocommerce i mean which is probably going to be slightly more mainstream even if you are looking for open source option go for slightly more open source options than going for something like this in general so here the cons they are saying advanced features need to be purchased from third party developers some features might be already incorporated into the open card core now the reason why they have the third party developers because even to build a community even if you are selling your code for free getting developers in your ecosystem could be a challenge because everybody needs to feed their family and they have to make money somehow the only reason why developers are there in these ecosystems and these open source ecosystems is that they are either building their resume that's number one the more practice they are going to get in the open source community they are going to be better developer in their job that's number one more number two motivation is going to be that they are able to sell their third party offering and that's why sometimes the third party offerings are going to be far more expensive in fact the founders who may have started the open source platform they might be recouping their money by sending selling either the plugins or themes because they have to make money somehow as well there are going to be some open source developers as well as the communities who just like to give back that's uh, possible as well but for the most part the only reason why developers hang out in these communities is because either they are building the res- resume or they are able to make money somehow from these communities now what more review here we are looking at mining and metals again 11 to 50 employees mining and metals is a very complex space even from the e-commerce perspective the erp gets very deep in general but even the e-commerce the number of uh, the attributes you are going to have at the product level are going to be significant so even the platforms such as magento might struggle in these spaces so i don't know how this platform is going to be doing okay with mining and metals but in general that space is very complex so here the user has reviewed in 2019 they are saying open cart is very easy to set up and user friendly that's what we have been hearing from most users but they are in general relatively smaller in size we have not seen any review from slightly larger companies so here they are saying it has quite a straightforward interface and you can literally do anything everything without much challenges from creating pages up to adding products it is easy to integrate with other payment systems and different shipping and that's a big deal guys so even if you are going to go for something like woocommerce or magento you are still going to invest significant amount of time with these payment systems and integrations as well as shipping options so that's a big deal with this particular platform that they are able to provide all of that as part of the core now they are saying it also has a good catalog functionality and good features for order processing and the catalog functionality is where the mining space is very tricky and they are liking the catalog functionality of this particular product what that tells me is that they are going to have really deep product functionality as well as the product attributes that it can support 
to meet the needs of industries as complex as mining or metals, which means it's very strong from the P2B as well as from the product attribute perspective. They are saying it is very difficult to customize some features on open cart and you are forced to use the theme. Now, that's a big red flag for me personally. And the reason why it is a big red flag is number one, your theme is out there. And then you are forced to use the theme. So we don't know how many options are there from the theme perspective, even in the paid ecosystem. For example, let's say if you look at Shopify or BigCommerce, there are going to be only so many options that you have for themes. And they typically make it easier for developers to be able to build the themes if they want more. But here you are forced to use a legacy theme. Can you believe? Okay. If you use if you are forced to use a payment provider, obviously that's going to be a risk. So in this particular case, you are not forced to do that. But when you are forced to use a theme, now you are going to have significant implications from the user experience perspective, as well as conversion rate, because you don't know how that theme is designed and how good it is going to be for your micro industry, for your business process workflows. So that's a huge red flag for me that they are mandating to use the theme. Now we have some more reviews here. So this is coming from the internet uh, industry, two to 10 employees, which is also relatively smaller. 2019 recent review. So we know that it's not dated. Now they are seeing some payment ties have not yet been programmed for the platform. We still depend on programmers to program Brazilian payment solutions, but there are already several that can already be used. I believe time may come more. Now, with this comment, uh, it's very interesting. And anytime when you are going to be exploring countries as complex as Brazil or Mexico, typically they are going to be far more regulated from their banking process perspective, as well as the payment providers. So dealing in those countries could be difficult even for some of the mainstream commercial platforms, just because they might not have the relationship with the banks or the payment providers there. So they might struggle in those countries. So here, if you don't have the Brazilian payment supported, you might still invest substantially to support the payment providers in those countries. So here, it's not really the platform problem. If you are going to be in those countries, maybe find out the solution that is really designed for those countries. And if that's going to be okay for you, at least from the technical security standpoint, then maybe go for those. But for the most part, the payment integration with the payment solution, how many payment providers do you need to support as part of your e-commerce platform should be part of your criteria when you're selecting your platform. If you are simply going to be selecting based on something is popular or your developers like it, you will struggle a lot because these payment providers, the way they work is there are going to be regulations in terms of what you can do and what you cannot do from the e-commerce perspective. So again, when you are dealing with a platform that is already integrated, they have already tried all of these things and they have relationship with the payment providers or the banks, you don't have to struggle as much. So again, explore this, make this as a critical success factor. If you are going to be selling in any of those countries, Mexico, Brazil, India is probably going to be one of the most complex countries in general from the payment providers perspective. Now here, one more uh, comment. So this is coming from the accounting software industry, 11 to 50 employees, again, on a very small site, OpenCart, a great online shopping platform 
reviewed on 2020 here they are saying we have been advised that the platform creates copies of pages can you believe okay so they are creating copies now the user is reporting this so they have listed this as the cons and now we don't know whether this is the canonical copy or the real copy if it is the real copy then you have real issue okay and this is the problem we have seen with a lot of legacy as well as open source platforms where they don't necessarily understand how seo works in the other cases we have seen where the their urls were very limiting in general the way their data model was designed they didn't have the text string as part of the url so that we saw in one of the legacy platform even though it was super active and people sort of uh, were using that but they didn't probably understand seo now if you are developing some sort of internal site for your b2b experience then it's a different case if you're not ranking on google but if you are using it for your net new customer acquisition then you need to make sure that your solution is going to be seo compliant so here the user is reporting that they were creating copies of the pages which is a huge humongous red flag for me in the e-commerce platform and this is where these open source platforms the way they are designed some of these things are just crazy uh, you cannot afford to lose your traffic just because you are able to save some money in your open source platforms so here they are saying for anyone who understands seo this is a negative and i have to agree with the user as it reduces organic seo ranking which is so right we found this out when having an seo audit done okay otherwise we are happy with everything else um if you are not going to be ranking on google what's the point of doing e-commerce so again you know seo should be your first priority payment providers integration should be your first priority when you are exploring any e-commerce platforms and if you have a red flag from the seo perspective i don't care uh, you know how much money you are going to save but you are not going to get results from your e-commerce efforts so make sure you guys are reviewing these things and reading between the lines and not simply buying the pitch that this is just open source and uh, the development or the licensing is going to be free on that one more review it is also coming from the it and services and one trend that you may have noticed in all of the industries that we have seen so far they all were very technical in nature okay so information technology and services then we had the business supplies that is also slightly more it then you had the accounting services which is also uh, very development it focused so you can see these industries are very very developer centric and typically developers are the one who are commercializing this whole idea of using the open source platform could be a huge red flag from the business perspective if you are going to analyze this holistically but here again the trend is that this is all commercialized by developer focused industries and the reason for that is number one they have a lot of developers they don't really know how to account for the internal development costs and secondly they simply like this whole open source nature may not be as friendly from the business perspective so here they are saying company size 2 to 10 employees used daily for 6 to 12 months reviewed on 2021 for easy deployment of e-commerce website so here they are saying some of the templates are a bit expensive specifically done by freelancers should be looked into and no support for some of the free templates okay so this is where your challenge is going to be 
okay even though somebody else is selling free code getting support on those templates could be very challenging in general okay in general when you are looking at the free template the development may not be as higher quality documentation is most certainly going to be okay and the other person who has to pick up on somebody else's code it's just very hard even for developers so again you might be saving some money in the licensing fee but if you are not going to have support for those free templates and then you are paying a lot more on the paid templates so again what's the point of doing all of it, okay so if you look at the overall cost if you look at the overall effort if you look at where you are investing money open source is just the hype you are going to be investing a lot in general with these platforms so you are better off going with the commercial options they don't charge a lot these are some of the things that you need to look into when you are looking at these platforms and when you are doing the selection one more review arts and crafts and arts and crafts is the industry where it is going to be very community centric it could be a very not for profit organization in that you have a ton of volunteers uh, and those volunteers they are willing to donate their time for free so obviously developer time is not going to be as relevant in their cases and that's probably the reason why they use an open source platform again if you are not for profit you are an university and you don't have as much budget uh, overall from the e-commerce perspective you have developers that are available for free this makes you should be using an e- uh, open source platform okay but if you are a business it's a different deal because you are paying for developers you are paying for developer time so again don't go simply by the numbers if this platform has been implemented by 300000 not for profit that does not mean that it's going to be a fit for a business again read between the lines figure out your critical success factors in terms of what is going to be the right fit for you and based on that decide which platform is going to be uh, relevant for you so here they are saying reviewed on 2019 the cons that they have is one of the things that i like the least about the software is the filter function for products in the admin area rather than allowing for products to be filtered by a single identifying keywords within a title you have to remember the beginning word of the now think about that comment for a second okay <laughs> that means says your search is pretty bad and if your search is going to be bad again what's the point of doing e-commerce because your on-site search is going to be really bad your seo is really bad so you are not going to get much of the conversion rate here okay so <laughs> here again the way the search is implemented it's very rudimentary that's what i can see right now based on the comment and again the search is one of the critical success factors for if you don't have the search and search the way google searches if you don't have that experience on your e-commerce platform doesn't matter what you are paying in the license your e-commerce efforts are not good okay so this is a huge red flag in general with these open source platforms here they are saying continue to add keywords in order to help filter down to manageable number of products filtering the criteria you are looking even though this particular user is talking about the admin search internally inside the platform user is not talking about the search from the the consumer perspective but even consumers are probably going to have the same issue because you know that's probably the same search algorithm that is being used in the background so again think about the user experience how bad this is going to be when you have to figure out how to search 
you would rather go to your competitor and you would search there, right? So that's why for e-commerce, the search experience, the SEO matters, the payment integration matters. So make sure you pay attention to that rather than simply buying the open source hype. One more review here. This is also coming from IT and services. So we can see clearly that it is all very uh, heavily skewed by either technology companies or by the communities or not for profit. Uh, and you would now guess the reasons why they are using this platform just because they have the internal development capacity. Number two, the development time is free. And if you don't care for the SEO as much, then it could be okay. But here in this particular case, this is the only company that is slightly larger than the other ones. So here they have a thousand to five thousand employees and use daily for one to five months. This is coming from. And by the way, when you look at the thousand to five thousand employees, even though the company might be bigger, their overall e-commerce spend may not be as big. The GMB may not be as big. So we don't have enough details to be able to conclude whether they are running their entire business, uh, you know, as large as uh, five thousand employees on the e-commerce brand that they may have been. So here they are saying limited scalability. And by the way, this is coming in 2023. So fairly recent. Open cart can become slow or unstable when handling large amounts of data on a high volume of traffic, limiting its ability to scale with growing business. And that's probably right as well. Again, when you are implementing the architecture for very large number of SKUs, or very large number of transactions that require different level of expertise in general in designing the technical architecture. So in this particular case, they could not scale, obviously. So, uh, you know, this is a huge challenge. Again, when you are going to be that large business, there is no point in saving $20 and saying you are better off in using something commercial that is going to be designed for that kind of scale. So here they are saying poor performance, open cart can have performance issues, which is a big deal. Again, if you are going to have performance issues, what's the point of doing e-commerce? Uh, including slow pages, load times and errors, which can negatively impact the user experience and degrees, conversion, SEO, search rankings. What's the point of doing? So again, in this particular case as well, this is also used by the technology company. The reason why they may have used because they were, their developers may have pushed for the open source platform, just because it's open, it's easy for the developers, but from the business perspective, it's a huge red flag. So that's it for the session. If you join for the first time, this was part of our e-commerce series for which we meet every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you guys are going to be here next week. We are gonna come back with another technology OT solution from the e-commerce community on that note. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight. Thank you so much for listening in to today's episode. I always pick up learnings from our own reviews, and hopefully you picked up some learnings for yourself as well. Also, don't forget to subscribe and spread the word among folks with similar backgrounds. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please review and rate us on your favorite podcasting platform or DM me on any social channels. I'll try my best to respond personally and make sure you get help. Thank you. And I hope to catch you on the next episode of the WBS podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of the WBS podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. 
For more information on growth strategies for SMBs using ERP and digital transformation, check out our community at wbs.rocks. We'll see you next time.